That was good. We're professionals. <laughs> Hello. Hi. And welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week, two friends who also happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I am your host, Erica the Red. <laughs> I'm going to start saying hostess. I'm your hostess. Erica I like the Red. that. I and like that. Yep, that's it. And today we have a special guest that I have just recently discovered on the Tiki Talkies. Tiki Um, And her name is Dara. Dara Hera on TikTok. And she is a salon business consultant. She's worked behind the chair as a commission stylist, as also a booth renter. She's managed someone else's salon. She's also owned salons on her own. Um, and she's spent years working on the education that she now provides, exploring professional salon sales. And throughout her career, one of the constant motivators for her has always been coaching stylists to earn more money. She's helped proven she's helped dev- she has she has developed <laughs> a proven system that has built hundreds of salon professionals into six figure earners. And now she's offering her programs to you. Um, and these are available on her website uh, that you can find on her TikTok. And today, welcome to the break room, Dara. Woo! Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, Dara, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, wh- who are you? Who am I? I am hair obsessed. I'm originally from New York. I always knew I wanted to be a hairstylist. I had one of those play school vanity sets when I was a kid, you know, the plastic little salon. I have two younger sisters. They were my employees. (laughs) So I love that. A natural born leader. They weren't allowed to be clients. (laughs) So I am obsessed with the beauty industry. I love helping hairstylists grow. I love doing hair. But now I'm in professional salon sales, and that's because I wanted the opportunity to see that side of the business and honestly just have a reason to get in and out of hundreds of salons every month. Yeah, Yeah. that's so cool. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love, like, what I've noticed, like, looking at your TikTok is that you and I both share the love of sharing. And you share without limits. And what really inspired today's episode is a TikTok that I found where you're talking about controversial (laughs) shit in the industry that you're not afraid to say. I loved it. It was so good. Um, That video. That video. (laughs) And there it was. It it will be your marker. I'm sure of it. Um, But so basically we've just got for you guys today a list of everything that she said in the video mm-hmm. and I'm going to provide a link to that video as well as there's a part two because you know any successful TikTok has a part two. Right. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> as well as part two. Um, Those will be linked in the video description on YouTube as well as the Spotify description anywhere you can find the podcast. Um, But let's just kick it off. Um, and Erica, since this one was your favorite, I'll let you say Are we going to do Peek and Pit, <gasps> you whore? Breeze oh <my gasps> <God. laughs> right by. We always Peek and Pit on our thing, and we always try to forget it. It's the one it's constant, the, yeah, and I always like, forget. <laughs> it's how we start it. 
Okay, well, guest of honor, would you like to start us off with your peak and pit? Absolutely. I am prepared because I am an avid listener. My peak is being here. I've been looking forward to this all week. So definitely my peak. Um, My pit, I had a salon that I was two seconds from converting and it was going to be a huge sale and they backed out on me, which is totally fine. Because if you're not ready to change color lines, then I want you to stay where you are. But um, I put in a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my pit, but that's okay. I mean, it can, it's can be defeating after you put in all the, all of that work. Yeah. And then it's like, oh. Okay. They usually come back. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I You just saying. give them time. Maybe it's yep. just, it's not a no, it's a not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just bring them some Love that, Erica. in a few months. Right? Mm-hmm. Remind them they're still there. <laughs> exactly. Just checking in, see if you guys need me or mm-hmm. anything I can do for you. That's funny. Um, My peak is that this week's over. It was a long one. Um, And then... My pit is that I have a headache right now. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm a little unprepared for this. I didn't think too hard about it, but, you know, <laughs> that's that's the truth. Yeah. So. Um. Well, my peak is that this weekend I'm teaching the first class of the year. Yay! Yay! So exciting. Yay. Um, so I'm going to Kentucky? I think, I think you said mark. Kentucky. Yeah. I think I heard you say that. I just know I'm driving because I didn't book a flight. <laughs> and if I, and if it's too far when I, when I decide, <laughs> I guess I'm just driving all night. Um, But yeah, so that's my peak. <clears throat> I get to get out on the road, and I really love doing that. And my pit this week is that... I had peopled a little too close to the sun. Yeah. I was like, what did I say that was going to yeah. be? I peopled a little close to the sun. So by the end of the day, the day today, I really needed that silent drive home <laughs> yeah. moment. Um, yeah. But now I feel fine. Yeah. I was silent the whole way home. I didn't listen to a podcast like I normally do. <laughs> Just driving. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Cool. <laughs> so now that I, now that we've gotten that out of the way, yeah. we can oh get to gosh. the good stuff. The good stuff. So... <laughs> The first one, um, actually, I don't want to start with that one. The one I want to start with was the first one in the first video, which was not weighing your color. Um, If you're working for yourself and you're not weighing your color, that you're not as profitable as you think you are. And that is just, just so freaking true because there's so much, there can be so much waste if you don't do that and every little bit adds up and color is expensive. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I don't understand it from a level like on a salon level, I'll be honest. I only understand it from like as an independent stylist, but like on those times when you don't and you just are in a rush or you're not paying attention or whatever, like you can waste so much color. It's like a half a tube at a time if you're not careful. And that's mm-hmm. money down the drain. So Absolutely. I just thought that was right off the gate. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to what this chick has to say because <laughs> yeah. she's nailing it right off the bat. But so did you have any other meaning behind that other than just the fact that you're wasting color if you don't know how much you're mixing? So what I've realized with TikTok is you have to be selective about what you say, because it's the difference between 
being applauded and being drug across the internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I'd love to say is, especially independent stylists, you're overall sometimes not as profitable as you think you are. Yeah. Period. No, totally. Because it's easy to think like, I pay this in rent and then this for color and then this is everything I make when the reality is so much comes out. I know you just had uh, Nina Tulolo. Did I say her T- last name? Tulio, yeah. yeah. Tulio. And she was talking about her formulation for uh, running cost per minute and overhead. And all of that matters. It matters in commission salons and it matters independently. But weighing it allows you to see when you need to start adding more money to that ticket. Otherwise, you're charging $100 for a foil, but you've used way more color. Yeah. And I do it when I break down profit margins with stylists that I work with. Highlights, balayages tends to be the services that are barely profitable. Yeah. yeah. Like they're Absolutely. just cutting the line. Totally. Well, it's easy to say, <clears throat> oh, I did a full highlight, but also you mixed up. 90 grams of color that's three yeah. extra bowls yeah exactly right that's over that's 75 dollars mm-hmm. it is almost a hundred dollars that you're missing out on if you don't have Absolutely. you heard um there's a company out that has like a scale that actually mm-hmm. weighs and remembers yeah. your guest color every time salon scale yes. yeah genius have you have you used it or do you have any salons that use it and have any feedback um i have quite a few i work for cosmoprof we work with goldwell goldwell has a partnership with salon scale um i love that the company exists i kick myself in 2013 i said wouldn't it be cool if there was a bluetooth scale yeah that did i i worked with somebody and then i froze because i had imposter syndrome and i was like i can't do this and then I was sitting on Instagram in like 2018, 19, and I see Salon Scale and I was like, I'm dead. Yeah. I should oh have done gosh, it. Oh my gosh, yeah. But I'm so excited that somebody brought it to market. Totally. Absolutely, yeah. We need to, we need to know. We need to know what we're spending. I, yeah, and I feel like there is a kind of a shift where people are more interested and yeah. learning that totally um, absolutely well, and i'm not gonna lie like when i was on your instagram there was some, i can't remember my maybe it was this video but it was in the comments and somebody said something about oh it was the one about the guy that with the 60 percent commission and i was just today talking about a salon that yes. i worked in about that gave 60 percent commission but they went under really fast right right and somebody in the comments said something about like if you know how to save for your owner then they can do this, right? And you were like, mm-hmm. I love the way you think or you're my kind of pro or whatever. And I just was like, yep. God, that's so true. Like, I think I'm sitting here and I'm like, I want you to teach a class in our salon so bad because I think it would be so great for all of us to hear this. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's why I get called in. I'm not saying anything groundbreaking. I'm just somebody else saying it. It's a different perspective, but his team works with him. They don't waste color. They don't waste shampoo and it keeps the cost low. So he can share that wealth and his overhead is low. He's very blessed and he's generous. We but work yeah. for someone that's super yeah, generous too. Totally. So. Oh, I love when you guys talk about your yes. salon. Yeah. Oh you God. have a true leader. Yeah. Yes, She's we awesome. do. Seriously. 
Totally. Well, that's incredible. Up in the bed right, right now, now, so maybe yeah. she'll be listening. To, she'll be binge Hi, listening. Oh. Yeah, I hope you're feeling better. Bless her heart. Yeah. yeah. Owning a salon is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I and used to want to own one when I was young, and I do not anymore. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I don't know if I could. It's just so much. So you have to it's wear so, so much. many hats. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? speaking of salon owners. Staying right on topic. Yeah. If you are a commissioned salon owner and not helping your stylist grow year after year, you're most likely not going to keep them past one to three years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, I was like, boom. <sighs> Going to church. Truth yes. right there. I walk into commissioned salons every day and they have turnover and they don't get it. Do you do one month touch bases? Are you setting goals with them? Are you holding them accountable? Are you helping them grow their take home or are they just clocking in and doing their work? Right. Absolutely. Cause you guys have that. We do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. month we have a one-on-one and we haven't, I never for three years haven't missed one. Yeah. I missed one only cause I was out of town. Well, yeah, time. but like but yeah. I'm saying like they've never been. Canceled. No, it's never. Mm-mm. And I've worked in salons where they've said, you know, we're going to do monthly one-on-ones yeah. or monthly meetings and then they're always canceled. Right. And it's not easy as an owner, especially if you're an owner who's behind the chair, which let's be real is most salons. Uh, Yeah. But if you want your team to stay with you, there needs to be structure. Yeah. And it takes preparation too. Like you can't just sit down and talk about it. Like there are sheets and sheets of paper that I know for us are Mm. printed out that are like, these are the numbers Mm -hmm. and it goes back like 30, 90, 120 days, even like two three years past to look at this growth look at the numbers and how it's working this way yeah and like as a a salon as a whole we understand what's going on Mm -hmm. as a whole as well as individually yeah so like amazing yeah it's pretty um which goes literally right into the next next one one, culture Culture. yeah and i love that because i honestly think i have always felt that like I think it took me a minute to figure it out, but now working where I work, I understand it to a completely different degree because it's the healthiest culture I've ever worked in. And I'm like, oh, this is what it can be, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, 100%. it's so important. And I, I, that's my message to anyone who ever wants to do hair is look for that. Mm hmm. Well, so with you being in so many different salons every week or every month, you see all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what, it's palpable. Yeah. What is that like to walk into something like that? With a you bad know, when culture? you walk and all of a sudden you get like a chill. <laughs> there are salons that you come into and you can feel it. They the stylists walk past each other and they're just ships passing in the night and then you go into salons where they greet each other's guests and they're friendly and they pitch in and they help and you can imagine which ones are busier week over week and the ones that the stylists don't move around because I've had salons I walk into and there's a stylist and three weeks later she's at another salon down the street yeah that you're also walking into and you're like oh Mm -hmm. hey girl (laughs) <laughs> oh, and I don't say a word. I'm just like, hi, love you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. Don't need to know. <laughs> There's, um, 
it's a, kind of a funny story, actually. There's, like, these two salons somewhat in town here that I've taught at. Mm-hmm. And one salon is fully comprised of people who left this salon. Mm-hmm. And it's like they keep just going <laughs> back and forth. It's like I've taught at them three times, and each time they're like, oh, they'll be back over here, or they'll go over here. <laughs> and I'm like, it's what crazy. is going on That's funny. in this building right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, next Lord one. Lord only knows. Do you want to go up to that first one? Yes, that's a good place. Yep. If you are not discussing budget in the consultation, you are causing unnecessary discomfort in your professional relationships. Yes. And that is just the bluntest, clearest way I've ever heard that put in my life. But it's so true. Mm -hmm. Well, and I feel like this goes for you a lot, too, even not being behind the chair anymore as a sales consultant. Mm -hmm. That it, it can go for so many industries. Absolutely. And when I had my salon, I was in a beautiful area. Like you want to talk Mayberry, money. My clients wouldn't bat an eye at extensions, a smoothing treatment, a full balayage, two, three thousand dollars. Here's money. Goodbye. Where is that place? <laughs> right. I know, right? You want to go Where? <laughs> Holly Springs, North Carolina. It was it's the most beautiful city. Mm-hmm. It really is. My best friend lives in North Carolina, Southern mm-hmm. Pines. Oh, I that's my area. Really? Oh, cool. I go to Southern Pines. We'll have to mm-hmm. chat after. I'll see if Absolutely. you know each other. But even then, I discuss budget. Do you want to talk about what this is going to cost? Do you want to talk about the maintenance? At least that. And if they say no, then that's that's okay. You're you're okay. But I, I have no problem sharing what it is. And I don't think any stylist needs to. Stand behind your work. I like the way Because otherwise you, people feel funny. Yeah. I like the way that you asked that too. Because that's it's really how I would ask it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about how much this is going to cost or are we good to go? Right. Like I like the straightforward. The yeah. yeah. Right. Like the verb. Give them the opportunity. Right? He's like, oh, I'll take that for later. <laughs> Because um, I also don't want to insult you. Some people do get insulted. Like, do you not think I have the money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I follow you. I see your menu online. You know, I know what this is going to cost. Mm-hmm. That is true, okay. too. I mean, price transparency has become a big thing in the last few years. It is. Yeah. I went to a conference in Vegas recently, and they were talking about showing pricing online. How you... S- like before it was like a sign of luxury not to have your prices online or it's very bespoke. Right. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. I feel like the transition in our industry, people want to know. Yeah. And like, absolutely. I've, I've had clients ask even like what color line we use to mm-hmm. do research on it before they come in. Really? I love yeah, it. Like reach out on Instagram. Yeah. That's cool. Consumers are more aware, but Gina Bianca really, I love kind of set that into motion with mm-hmm. price transparency. Mm-hmm. So the best thing we can do is just keep writing that. Yeah. At, yeah. And I love the posts with the dollar sign on it too. Let them Absolutely. know how much, if you want this look, that's how uh-huh. much it's going to cost. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I like this one. <clears throat> Where you went to beauty school does not matter. Yeah. We Amen. talked about that on the pod once. Didn't we, we have already talked yeah. about that before. 
But I feel like a great apprenticeship is right. The great the best place way to, to go. start. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that's important because I have people that comment and they're like, oh, I want to go to school. I was looking at like Graham Webb in Manhattan when I was getting ready to go to school. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I went to my mom's hair stylist and I said, what should I do? She goes, mm-hmm. go to the cheapest school. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they teach you how to pass the test. That's exactly the advice I yeah. got. And then that's exactly the advice, advice I got mm-hmm. too. I went yeah. to a, like a tech school. Well, yeah. I- now, don't get me wrong. I pulled most of my stylists from Aveda when I had my salon mm-hmm. and they came correct. Well, T-Spa, Paul Mitchell. That is true. And they do have some amazing opportunities for the students in right. that program. But I've worked with global color and design artists that went to Backwoods Community College mm-hmm. and they're doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> they got <laughs> a blue check mark. Like people know who they are. Yeah. Absolutely. How much debt you have whenever you get your license does not dictate how successful you're going to be. Right. Right. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it might take longer. Exactly. <laughs> Amen. Oh, the next one. Okay, hang on. I like this one. Pretty foils are a waste of money. Oh my gosh, I know. And you want to know what's <laughs> so funny? That is the only thing I said in that first video that got me dragged. And not in a mean way. Yeah. But people I'm were like, sure, I love though. my pretty foil. Well, I mean, everybody loves a pretty foil, but it is so true. However, like- you can have the most efficient foil by using fast foil and having 25% <laughs> more efficiency in your foiling results. I see what you did there. <laughs> and I love it. Use and code. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, what is your code? Oh, Hunter VIP 10 for 10% off. Thank you, sir. Yes. All right. Good job. But just kidding. I agree with you fully. Yeah. I would. I Well, pretty foils and efficient foils are different. Exactly. Right. Yes. We'll say that. But like the I don't see the point in paying $20 for a box of 500 foils when mm. I can pay $10 for a box of a thousand that I just have to rip. Right. Yeah. Except it's not. $10 now it's like 30 Yeah. <laughs> well and so. I think that was for me because we sell that brand mm-hmm. and I have a lot of stylists who want it mm-hmm. and I'm like clicking in their order going what are we doing mm-hmm. like yeah. do it if you are in a solid place and your profit margins are good go for it but yeah, if you have to have a second no, totally. job to pay your booth rent see, which I've encountered like I have a mm-hmm. part time job at Hot Topic, because I can't make ends meet. Yeah. Please, please put the pretty foils down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think that's really, if anything, what anyone should take for it is like, if you're looking for somewhere right. to cut costs, you, you can start there. Yeah. That's a good one. You got the next one? I can, yeah. All right. Ooh, I like this one because it has numbers in it, and I like numbers. <laughs> um, not pre booking your client leaves ten to $15,000 on the table at the end of the year. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Uh, because if expand you on that are one. consistently not pre-booking, your guests are just not going to come in three to five times as much as they could. You think about it. Their head pops off the, the pillow week eight. They look in the mirror. They realize their hair looks like junk. They call you. It takes them how long to get in with you? Two, three weeks? And then at the end of the year, you've done that over and over again. They could have seen you 10 times in a year and said they saw you five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the way that you explain yeah. that. Yeah. It's it's impactful. 
that's what I want to do. I and that's it. what social media is about is making an impact. And I think totally. you're making a great one. Yeah. So I'm I appreciate excited. that. I'm excited to watch you grow yes, for sure. Me too. Oh, thank you guys. We're gonna grow together. Yay! We are. We're gonna be hair besties. Um, I like this one because <laughs> I talk too much. Uh, some <laughs> guests don't want to talk to you the whole time. <laughs> what do you mean? During their appointment. Sometimes they want you to shut up and Excuse they can just me? relax. Right? Erica, I'm sure you're a blast to hang out with. <laughs> But, I mean, I think I'm pretty fun, but not everybody does. <laughs> my client the other day. Oh, God. <laughs> my client was just staring at Erica as I was foiling her hair. And she goes, man, if I could bottle up that energy. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> and it you was know what's so funny is I'm like doing my client. I'm sitting here and out of the corner of my ear, I hear Hunter go, oh, it's just the B12 shots probably. <laughs> I love it. And I know exactly what he's talking about. And he's like, you know, she's into holistic stuff. And I'm like, what's this chick over here talking about me? <laughs> it was funny, though. But, no, I mean, obviously, for, like, from you, why did, why did that one make that in there? Well, and honestly, that's a personal thing. Because I'm like you, Erica. I'm 100 miles an hour. I will talk to a wall I love being around people. I'm super social, but I had to grow self-awareness because I noticed I had guests that it's like that guy that you're talking to and you have to text him and he never texts you first. That was the conversation. I felt like I was picking up and carrying it. And then I realized they just really don't want to talk and that's fine. I'll just talk to myself in my head. Right? I, I do can that a lot. myself or with the conversations around me. Right. <laughs> Eavesdropping is my favorite pastime. Yes. Oh my God, I love it. Oh yeah. And sometimes I'll like respond to the conversation in my head, like over across the room. Sometimes it's not in my head, but I've heard that that's really annoying. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> oh. I'm going to try to stop doing that. Yeah. I'm very guilty it. of that myself. <laughs> Um, ooh, speaking of hearing that it's really annoying, how you are perceived yeah. matters more than most things when it comes to attracting new and exist and keeping your existing mm -hmm. clients. Mm -hmm. That one hit me hard too. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> and that's another one that I left vague and open because I want you to hit that and let it hit you where it hits you. Cause it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. Absolutely, because everyone has a different perception of professionalism. Mm -hmm. I, Absolutely. I saw a TikTok like go, it was viraling. Mm -hmm. I'm so not <laughs> wording. Media, wording today. <laughs> it, it was viraling. It was rolling in the viral scapes. And it was a, la a girl that said she doesn't feel like she has to dress up for her clients. Oh, yeah, I remember and that And that one. her clients are happy. And someone, like, roasted her mm -hmm. in the comments saying that, like, we need to pay homage to the ones that have come before us. Oh, well. So, but it's like everyone has a different perception yeah. of that. And where you are in the world might is going to dictate what other people's versions of professionalism yeah, are. Yeah, that's true. And I think, Hunter, you being an educator and you travel and you get out, but we all know that there are hairstylists that go into a salon and work in that same salon for the majority of their career. 
and they don't know what exists on the outside. I've been in salons where they're all boho chic. They're totally punk rocker and they have mohawks and neon colored hair. And then you go into some where they're black top to bottom, you know, very clean, sleek, have an aesthetic and own it. But Dang, well, as long as you teeth, have it, own it. Yeah. Well, right. and if that chick doesn't want to dress up, then she just needs to be in a low key salon. Right. That's going to attract a low key guest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She will find her niche. She will find people that think that's fine. You know what I mean? And just like the person who, whatever, you know, thinks you should dress up if that's what you want to do. Yeah, but, absolutely. Ooh, hear this, the dogs. <laughs> yeah. It, you can't crazy. hear them on the camera, but if they're bothering you, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I had, okay. I have two. I gave them there's, a pep talk before we started. Oh, there's a million <laughs> in here, and there's a Pomeranian, so he just never oh. shuts up. <laughs> um okay wait i want the next one ah, dang it yeah. i wanted the next one uh-uh. go ahead no because that was mine okay okay go ahead if you don't treat your guests like they're one gift card away from seeing another stylist you're delusional yep and that wasn't mine originally one of my original mentors leah freeman who was with redkin she was a huge color artist now she's with lonza she told me very early in my career those exact words. I and feel I tell like everyone. I've heard that before too. Maybe that's why it stuck out to me so much, but it's just true because yeah, what what if they go someone gives them a gift card and even though it's not their stylist, they're going to go get their hair done and what if she treats them better, mm-hmm. you know? She's just one gift card away. It mm-hmm. could it's not like she's not necessarily always going to go and have a worse experience, you right. know? Right. Mm-hmm. You want them to go, enjoy it, but know that they are in a better place with you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And then so something else you mentioned in those videos is that you have classes about having hard conversations with yes. guests. I um, actually just did that class last week. I'm doing it again next week. Okay. Where could someone go to find that? So I'm going to upload that course on my website. I'm just being super critical because I feel like in person, it does such a good job of hitting everything. And I just want to make sure if it's going into a course form, I'm delivering a hundred percent of what needs to be there. Yeah. Yeah. But that's my favorite. Absolutely. That's my back okay. builder, my spine builder. Hell yeah. I love it. So um, what's next for you? You're rising up on TikTok. Are you planning on like really taking that on? And I would love to. There's aspects of it that I absolutely love. Um, I think with anything, you're open to criticism, criticism and you put yourself out there. And I've not really done that on social media. So I'm experiencing so much love and support, but I know that one thing in the wrong direction and it's so, you just don't know. I do love my position right now. I love supporting salons. It's getting me into salons to educate. So I have my nine to five Monday through Friday, and then I do coaching calls in the mornings, at night, on the weekends, and then I have speaking engagements. 
Nice. And hey my girl, position busy. is great because they Look want me you. to educate in salons. The more successful a salon is, the more they're going to need from me. So it's like full circle. Absolutely. Yeah. So are you doing those things virtually or are you trying right now to stick to regional where you're traveling in person face to face? Most of what I do has been in person. It wasn't until I started jumping on TikTok that I realized there was a need for what I was giving. And I launched, I had my website, but I redirected it to accommodate people who wanted to have discovery calls. So I offer free discovery calls. They're usually 30 minutes. We talk about what challenges you're having and how I think I could potentially help. I add value in that call. So that way you leave with something that you could kind of move in a direction. But then also, if you want to pay me to hold your hand, you can pay me to hold your hand. But really, you could just watch all my videos and you could put the pieces together for the most part. But my courses will begin launching by March. Okay. I'm just so tough on myself. I want them to be perfect. perfect. That is the worst thing whenever you're trying to put something out that you care about Mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Is it will take the longest. The more you care about it, the yeah, longer it'll the take. The longer it's going to take. Yeah. I keep tearing it apart and going it. back in. Um, my friend Marissa, who does my back end, she's like, will you just launch it? Please, God, launch it. <laughs> she's like, just pull the trigger already, She's like, I'm going to choke you. <laughs> I'm on her side. I think you should right? just launch it. I know. It. I want yeah. you to. Seriously. <laughs> and I could always pull it back and add to it. So I have like three that are ready to go. So they'll probably be up by March. Yeah. Good for you. All right. You. That's awesome. Um, well, where can the people find you? So you can find me on TikTok at Dara Hera. I'm on Instagram at Dara underscore Brewbaker. And my website is www.darabrewbaker.com. Wonderful. Right. Got it. We'll, Wonderful. we'll link it too. Yes, it will yeah. be linked in the video description on mm-hmm. YouTube and then in the podcast description everywhere else. Yep. Um, Erica, do you have anything to add? Any questions? Um, nothing. Just that I'm like really excited that you talked to us and I can't wait to like hear more mm-hmm. from you. I we do have it. two more questions though. Oh, for you. Oh yeah. Okay. You forgot that. I forgot this. So we're even. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, so I'll ask the first one because this one's my favorite. Okay. Sure. Um, so we ask these questions to all of our guests. Um, and all of our guests are handpicked because they mm-hmm. have inspired us in one way or another, whether it be their success or something that they've said mm-hmm. that just really strikes a chord with us. And what we know to be true about success and um, inspiring others is that there happens to sometimes be some uh, downfalls, right? So what is the most notable time that you have had to pick yourself back up after a fall or misstep in your career. I love this. And I'm totally prepared. <laughs> I knew I you would be. Because I listen. I'm in the car like 40 hours a week. <laughs> I love this. Hang on. I take it back. My peak is that you listen to our podcast oh my God, before I love you were you. a guest. That's actually my real peak. I know. Like, I yeah, you're guys. the actual. I think you're the first guest that has bothered to listen yeah. before you came on. Oh, I couldn't have not. 
I've been lost. It just feels really nice. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Make warmed my heart seriously. Um, but to answer your question, after I closed my salon, which was right after COVID, I appreciate the chapter. I'm grateful, but I had no business. It's not for me. Owning a salon was just way too much mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, I had great people with me. They're all tremendously successful. The salon was successful, but it, it did, it did a toll. It took a toll. Um, so after that, I kind of had to pivot and I just wanted the opposite of being a business owner. So I went to work for a corporate salon as a manager and it was local to me, huge salon, 29 chairs, And within a year, they offered me a regional uh, salon manager position. And then they offered me an assistant store manager. And I stepped out of the beauty industry for the first time in like 15, 14 years at that point. And it took me seven months to realize it was the biggest mistake I had ever made. And so I left that position and found Cosmoprof. But there's something that goes through you when you go from running your day, running your life to having to like ask for a day off. It's humbling. But I was also grateful to be not completely dependent on myself. Just get a paycheck, go to work, do my job, come home. Right. Yeah. Pros and cons. Absolutely. You know. mm. um, yeah. So the next one is can you share with us a moment where you have surprised yourself with something you've accomplished? So I worked a hair show with Sam Via and Leah Freeman my first few years, my first year with Redken as an artist and standing backstage in that convention center with Sam a foot from me, somebody I idolized my entire career and Leah, who took me under her wing. She was incredible. She would text me and call me and check on me. There was something about standing there and really taking it in that like I was there and Hunter just discussed this in a recent episode about how, you know, you can't believe you're in that room, but you're in that room. And for me, that was such a big that was huge. And then going to a premier Orlando, Orlando a few years later, running into Sam and having him grab me and hug me, Dara, what's going on? I'm like, I can't believe you remember me. Aww, <laughs> you so know my sweet, name. Right? I mean, this guy meets everyone. So that was really the first time in my career. And one of the most incredible experiences over the course of my career, just so humble something about being with the most successful people in this industry. The commonality is the ability to just give and be humble and loving. And I just admire it. And that's the secret. You want to be successful, be kind, be generous, be willing to give of yourself. If you have a gift, share it. Absolutely. Well, holy cow. Thank you so much for being an amazing guest on our podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Right. 
Um, but for now, that's all we have for you guys. Yeah, um, that's it. Once again, if you would like to follow De- follow Dara, she is Dara Hera on TikTok. Um, and from her TikTok, everything else is linked in yeah, her link tree. Yeah, totally. Yep. That, is the, that was really easy to do. So, um, If you'd like to follow us on our social media journeys, I am at HairXHunter on all the things. I am Erica the Redhead on all the things. We have a podcast Instagram at BreakRoomBanterPod on, on all, all the, the things. things. As well as our, our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com forward slash BreakRoomBanterPod. Until next week. Bye. Who wants better sex this year? I mean, really? I think everybody does this year. (laughs) Well, I know someone who can help. At adamandeve.com, it is a sex. Who wants better sex this year? I mean, I think everybody does, Hunter. Well, I know someone who can help. Adamandeve.com is a sex positive site where you can find almost anything you desire. Listeners of this podcast will receive 50% off plus free shipping. Not only that, you will get some extra sexy bonus items as well. We cannot forget to mention that everything will be packed and shipped 100% discreetly. Just use code BRBPOD at checkout for 50% off and free shipping. And your extra sexy bonus items. Oh, Go to adamandeve.com. Use code BRBPOD. And make 2023 sex the best sex of your life. Oh, yeah. Ergo Styling Tools exist to create hair styling tools that are easier to use, ergonomically friendly, and the friendly to the body and deliver longer-lasting shiny hair. You want to read it one more time? Yeah. Ergo Styling Tools exist to create hair styling tools that are easier to use, ergonomically friendly to the body, and deliver longer-lasting shiny hair. Originally started as Ergo Research, Inc., a research company to help hairstylists who were in pain after a day in the salon. What we've learned now allows everyone to look and feel their best every single day. For nearly 30 years, leading hairstylists and salons have chosen Ergo Styling Tools for professional use and offer them to their clients to keep their hair healthy and beautiful at home. You can choose Ergo Styling Tools and choose longevity in your career and healthier and shinier hair and get 10% off by using code HUNTER in all caps at checkout. So go to www.ergostylingtools.com and use code HUNTER, make sure it's in all caps, for 10% off your order. Yeah.